This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 333. Michael from Happy English Podcast shows you the pros and cons of studying English in the city. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 10 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. In today's episode, you'll meet our guest, Michael from Happy English, and he'll help you decide whether you should study English in the city or the countryside. Today, we have a special guest back on the show for the second time. Our guest is the founder of Happy English. Based in New York City, he has been an English teacher for more than 20 years. His mission at Happy English is to make English fun and practical and to help you feel confident when you speak English. Today's guest is Michael DiGiacomo from Happy English. Let's welcome Michael to the show. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D -E -E dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Michael, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Lindsay, hi. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, Michael, we're happy to have you back. We know that we had you on the show way back in November of 2013 with episode 46. And by the way, that was a fantastic episode. Do you remember what we talked about in that episode, Michael? Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. We talked about uh, New York slang. Hey, forget about it. All of your English is the best podcast out there. Hey. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's speak right. Like a New Yorker. Yeah, how to speak like a New Yorker. So if you guys are interested in learning some New York City slang from a New York local, check out episode 26. But today, Michael, mm -hmm. we want to know a little bit about how our listeners can decide where to study. You know, when it comes to studying English in the U.S. or in the U.K., for example, we have a choice. Should we go to the countryside, to a small town, or should we go to the big city like New York City? Maybe we've been dreaming about New York our whole lives, and we want to take this chance to see the city. What do you think? What are the pros and cons of both situations? Oh, uh, that's a really great question, Lindsay. Um, you know, first of all, there are a lot of there are a lot of good points about coming to a city, especially if mm -hmm. you're from a big city. Like you might have listeners from Paris or right. I don't know, or, or you know, or or Tokyo. 
And mm-hmm. if you're used to city life, you know, there's the city atmosphere, there's the yeah. nightlife and the clubs and, um, you know, you can find a cor- you know, a lot of your own country's food and a lot of exciting things to do. So I think that's a, that's a, that's a certainly a, a pro. Yeah. Um, one of my students was living in Ohio and she said that in the, in the small town that she was in, she in a, in a, a community college there. She said, oh, there, she was from Japan. She said, oh, there's a Chinese restaurant. That's the only Asian food nearby. <laughs> and I don't have a oh, car, no. so I can't go to the city. So, oh, that's hard. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think if you're if you're interested in, you know, being comfortable um, and if you're used to being in a big city, I think going to a big city is is great. And of yeah. course, you know, cities like New York and, and Boston are, are awesome because everything is happening here. A lot of things to do and you never get bored. Yeah, so as we say, we get those kind of creature comforts, right? If we want to go to the city, we get the cosmopolitan lifestyle. Right, and the shopping, and the nightlife, Mm -hmm. and the clubs, and the bars, of course. Yeah, but what are the cons of, of, so you yourself, you're based in New York City. I know you worked for a large language school in New York Mm -hmm. City. And so what did you see as a con for students who did choose to go and study in New York City? Well, here's, here's the thing. So New York is a very attractive city like Boston is, and a lot of international students come and they come here to study English. And so what I saw when I was working in the other language school was at lunchtime, all of the Turkish students sit together and have lunch. All the mm-hmm. Korean students sit together and have lunch. And all the Japanese yeah. students sit together and have lunch. And yeah, they're friendly with each other, but come lunchtime or after school, they're always hanging out with their same country group people. Not everyone, but right. many people. Because it's easy to do. It's easy to gravitate towards your own culture. And, that's right. And I think for me, I think that's a, that's a, that's a total con. If I was gonna, That's, if I was gonna go some, if I was gonna go to Russia and mm-hmm. learn Russian, right. I would. There's no way I would go to a big city like Moscow. I want to throw me into a small town where there's only cows and pigs and no other <laughs> English speaking person within a hundred miles. Yeah, I think that's a good attitude. It's like, are you in or are you out, right? I mean, I saw the same thing, Michael, when I worked at a few language schools in New York. I saw all of the students, right, all of the Korean students, all of the Spanish-speaking students going off together in these little groups, going to visit mm-hmm. the Empire State Building, the Statue of Liberty, and they would spend the entire afternoon speaking their native language, and then they would come home and wonder why they haven't improved in English. Right, and then they would say, oh, Michael, there are too many Japanese speakers in the school. <laughs> Yeah, but there's people from 20 other countries. Why don't you hang out with them? Yeah, that's right. So that really, I agree with you. I think that's a real con. I mean, maybe we have to ask ourselves what our goal is, right? Right. What's the purpose of studying abroad? Look, if you're going to if you're gonna um, get on an airplane and come to a foreign country, come to America to learn English, that's an investment. You're, 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 you're not, it's not only the money that you're spending to do that because you have to pay for your flight. You have mm-hmm. to pay for your housing and your food and the school tuition. So it's a lot of money. But not only that, but you're spending, you know, let's say, for example, the average student comes for six months to a year to study. Yeah. You're taking yeah. a year out of your life to do that. So what is the goal? Right. Like you said, Lindsay, what is the goal? Is my goal to have a one year happy, fun vacation time enjoying New York or enjoying Boston or is my goal going to be, you know what, I'm going to invest all this time and money and I'm going to go to America and I'm going to become 
an awesome, amazing English speaker because I'm only going to speak English that entire year. How cool would that be, I think, compared to, oh, I'm going to go to America and I'm going to meet so many other friends from Spain <laughs> and we're going to have a great time, uh, you know, eating Spanish food and touring America speaking Spanish. Huh? Yeah. That's cool to <laughs> oh, tour, my friends. That's right. That's an, a very expensive tour right. if you decide to make that your six months. And not to mention the fact that many of our listeners, they'll be missing work, right? They're leaving their country. They may have a, a permanent or a summer job or something, and they're giving that up to come to the U.S. So not only are you losing time, you're also losing money because you're not working in your home country. So it's a huge investment of time or money. And I think that often, you know, if we have a goal that's worth reaching towards, it's going to take some, it's going to take us being uncomfortable, right? We have to be willing to to get uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I so, agree. Yeah. Guys, if you want to learn to speak English with confidence, you can save time by learning the top 100 phrases in English. Go right now to get our free ebook. Go to allyearsenglish.com slash one zero zero to download the 100 most common phrases today. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready-to-eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E-50 and use code B-A-E-E-5-0 to get 50% off. That's code B-A-E-E-5-0 at F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash B-A-E-E-5-0 to get 50% off. So, Michael, what do you think then about the alternative? Let's talk about the pros and cons then of going to a small town like a place in Kentucky or I don't know. What's your favorite small town in the U.S., well, here's, Michael? Here's, here's the thing. One of my students, she lived in New York for about five years and uh, she's from mm -hmm. Japan and her husband was transferred uh, to, um, since, you know, to work in Cincinnati, Ohio, and they're living just over the border in Kentucky. I don't remember the name of the town, but... Um, uh, she said to me that, she, you know, she met her neighbors and they're very nice. And one of her neighbors took her to the local shopping mall. And it's a pretty big shopping mall. And she said to me, I was the only Asian person that I saw in the mall. And <laughs> okay. so, you know, that's the opposite of a metropolitan city like Boston or New York. We have so many international people. And yeah. so um there aren't a lot of people from your country, maybe if you go to a small town. That could be a con because 
you know, let's face it, when you're living abroad, it's nice to sit down and have a conversation with somebody in your own language. Right. It's exhausting. Yeah. To be always speaking a new language, isn't it? Right. And you need that time. You need that time to 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 be in your own environment and with people in your own culture. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think there's a balance, you know, of that. And I think even though you might not get that in a small town, um, I I think that might be a a better experience for learning and improving English. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. You know, when I was learning Spanish, I went to a very small town outside of Shayla in Guatemala. And I didn't want to stay in Shayla because Shayla is one of the largest cities in uh, Guatemala. It's also called Quetzaltenango. So I went outside of Shayla and I went to a local town to make sure there were no Americans around because I did not want to see Americans. I wanted to live with a local family. Mm-hmm. And I left you know, very, very confident in Spanish after three months. So it really does work when you immerse yourself that way. Right. And I think that goes back to what we said of what's the goal. The goal is I'm going to come to America and I'm going to improve my English. And Mm -hmm. how can you do that? Well, you know, let's face it, folks, use it. (laughs) Use it. it. I mean, I studied Italian for three semesters in university. I can't speak anything. Right. Because I just I, I, I haven't used it. So that's the thing. And then, you yeah. know, another another kind of living in a small town is there's nothing to do. You might, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of community colleges spread throughout the United States that have great ESL programs. But let's face it, they're in a small town where there's really there's nothing to do. And, right. Right. you know, there might be a bar on the campus or, you know, a couple of restaurants on the campus. And that's it. So right. kind of boring. And so kind of boring. But. You know, that said, I think, you know, you'll you'll meet other international students and and you won't necessarily be speaking your language as easily as you would in a big city. And I think in the end, you know, that's that that would be a better choice for me. I I would if, if I had a choice, I would do that. No, absolutely. So I think that's I think that would be my recommendation too. I mean, based on what I've seen and what I've done myself, I mean, I think that really is again, it goes back to getting your goals straight, understanding why you're spending your time and money and what you want to come out of it with. What are the deliverables, right? right. What are, what's the end point? What do you want to have when you go back home? Yeah? Right, of course. And you know, the, the I think the goal is uh, is to improve improve your English. And that's not to say that if your listeners, you know, you know, wanted to come to New York, that I wouldn't be thrilled and happy that they would come to my city. Of course. Exactly. Of I course. love this city. There's, forget about it. There's everything to do here. <laughs> there's great pizza. There's great food. There's Broadway shows. There's shopping. Absolutely. But there's also probably a hundred or more or hundreds more of people from your own country speaking your own language. And I don't mean just international, other international students. Uh, New York City, I think in the last census, they said that in the New York City area, only 49% of the people that live in the New York City area were born in America. Yeah, yeah, I I believe that. I mean, New York City is really not even English speaking, right? I mean, it's not predominantly English speaking. So you're really not going to an English speaking city when you go to New York. Right. And so that's the thing. And I think it's, it's, um, it's comfortable to speak your own language with other students or even when you go out into the streets. I hear I hear all sorts of languages when I walk outside to buy lunch. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a great place to visit, 
Mm-hmm. But maybe you would want to, you know, if you want to come to New York, you know, go to, go up to Albany. That's the capital city. That's like a two and a half hour drive from New York City. Okay, you know, I like live, that. I'm not so so good with Massachusetts geography, but it's a city <laughs> that's that's an hour and a half drive from mm-hmm. Boston. Yeah, but yeah, far enough away, close enough so that you can get to the city, but far enough away that your your daily life doesn't intersect with other people from your country. And yeah. I think that's the perfect alternative. Ooh, I like that. Thank you for providing that suggestion. That's a really good happy medium right there, Michael. The idea of living just outside, you know, an hour outside of the city. So on the weekend, if you want to get your art, your clubs, your food, you can do it. Mm-hmm. But when you want to go back and put your head down and work on your English, you can also do that in your in your hometown that you're staying in. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's end on that note because that's a really good suggestion, Michael. So how can our listeners check out what you're doing online? or in New York City, what you have at your school. Where would you like them to go to check out your work, Michael, uh, at Happy English? Okay, um, the best place to find um, find me and to find Happy English is at, at my website, which is myhappyenglish.com. And uh, okay. there you can find uh, links to um, my podcast, my textbooks, my English books, um, and all the other fun stuff that we're doing here at Happy English. And if you decide that you didn't want to come to New York and and study here. There's a link on the page for that, too. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming back on the show today, Michael, for the second time. We're excited to have you back. And thanks for letting us know about this important topic, because this is a big decision that our listeners are going to make. And we want to make sure we're informed when we make this decision. Right. No, absolutely. And, and thank you, Lindsay. It's always a always a pleasure to talk to you and come on the All Ears English podcast. And, you know, like you said, I think the takeaway from today's chat is if you're thinking of come to, coming to America to study English, what's the goal? You want to study English. That's the main point. Yeah, you want to have fun, but you know what? You can have fun with your own language friends in your own country. Come to yeah. America, get away from the city, and then you know, hunker down, study English, and then you know, on the weekends, you know, travel to the city if you want. That would be that would be. I think that's that's the best advice. That's the best advice. I like that. We'll end that there. I won't touch that. Thanks so much, Michael, for coming today. And we'll see you soon. Have a good day. You too. Have a great day. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's show. And be sure to come back to our website at allearsenglish.com slash resources for some awesome ideas and special offers to help you get fluent. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. See you soon. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, 
you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.